I'm Alex Del Sordo, and this is the Rower's Choice Podcast. Uh, this is episode one of 2020. We decided to do a podcast to uh, interview some, some people in the industry, uh, dive deep into some topics that spark some interest with us, but also give a bit of an insight and conversation into what is going on internally at our company. And this first episode is a brief history of how we got to where we are today and then what um, what this has been able to uh, do for us and what we've been able to achieve in the last uh, six months and then ultimately what we are hoping to achieve in the next couple of years. Now, the history of Rower's Choice goes back to 2012 when Finish Line Shell Repair in Baltimore, Maryland was started. I opened the doors uh, at the end of 2012 with Dan Reardon uh, and myself. We found a 5,000 square foot building in the center city of Baltimore and we wanted to do this as a hobby, something that we could do on the weekends, sometimes on the evenings. Uh, after a year though, we found uh, how quickly uh, the industry took to it and, and how much it was needed. Uh, we became a viable business by the end of 2013. Uh, at that point, we brought on some additional support, uh, but we also brought on Dan Shank. And Dan Shank came in with a business mind and found ways uh, to streamline our, our processes, um, found, learned an incredible amount about the paint processing and the repair, the repair world and uh, what we were doing right and wrong. And, and don't get me wrong, we were, we were failing constantly. Uh, but one thing that we did do really uh, well was, uh, was hire C.J. Bound. C.J. was a Vespoli sales rep in the Mid-Atlantic, and he took us, and as cliche as this may be, uh, to a whole nother level. He took our mindset of uh, you know just focus on the Mid-Atlantic, primarily really Virginia, uh, and and uh, Washington DC and made us think outside of that realm and just six months into being with uh, with him on the team we started focusing on the entire East Coast um, trailers were leaving every single week we were going up and down the coast and it became almost uh, unsustainable until we moved into the new facility which is a 22,000 square foot building uh, just about two miles away from the old shop but now we had the space to grow. And in that time, we started finding ways to generate more income, uh, opening up revenue streams. And CJ and Dan and myself uh, found a way to expand on the used boat marketplace. So now we started becoming boat sales boat salesmen. Uh, finish line was repairing and refurbishing boats. That was sort of the beating drum of the business, but then we started selling boats and we learned quite a bit about what it took to sell a boat to a program. With our low cost of repair and refurbishment, we were able to sell teams fantastic equipment at a third or a half the price. Now, this went on for a couple of years and right around 2017 into 2018, we started doing work with Jeff Lawrence of Sykes Australia. He would import his boats to our facility, we would outfit them and then distribute them out to the people that bought them. On October of 2018, he came over and spent a couple weeks with us 
uh, jumping around from the Charles to the head of the Schuylkill. And in those two weeks together, uh, we started talking about where we saw the industry. Now, it is my uh, thought that it's a bit of an aged industry. I think that the people running companies um, all over the world are just a li- just aging. Uh, they don't have succession plans. They they're in their seventies or eighties in some cases, um, and with that, uh, innovation has kind of slowed down. Uh, and and Jeff agreed with me. Uh, Jeff thought that the 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 industry itself was a young man's young woman's. Uh, sport, and there was just too many people of a certain age running operations. It was right around February, I got a call from Jeff when he was in Australia and said, can you come up to Rhode Island? We have an opportunity we want to show you. Now, I, I really didn't know much, but I walk into Resolute and I'm sitting down with uh, with some folks from, from Resolute and they offered um, up a, a partnership, uh, a collaboration. A initially an Australian and Resolute collaboration. Finish line came in because of our network and really just Jeff believed in, in, in my vision of where things were headed. So at the end of that meeting, I was presented with a chance to collaborate with Sykes and Resolute to help grow boat sales and help reach a, a different market. Uh, I accepted. I thought it was a wonderful opportunity. And about Three months into that, we were then presented with, and this was a huge surprise, uh, the chance to actually buy Resolute. I don't think I could have said yes fast enough. Uh, I knew right then and there that this is what I was supposed to do for the rest of my life. Um, I don't think that there was any other direction I could have gone uh, with my life. Uh, lawyers were involved and, and months and months and months went by. Um, it seemed like an eternity, but on June of uh, June 13th of 2019, the, the new company was formed um, between Jeff, myself, and, and our other partner, Mark Nothnagel and uh, Ed Garris, we formed Rowing Partners, um, but to the general population in the rowing world, we're called Rowers' Choice. That is a consolidation and ownership of Finish Line, Shell Repair in Baltimore, Sykes USA, and Resolute. Now, this this strategy in business is called roll-up, and it's when you take uh, multiple companies um, that all can that all can and are able to support one another and bring them under one management. Um, with that, we were able to lower costs of construction. Um, we were able to consolidate roles within the company and we were able to streamline processes Um, on paper it is a wonderful wonderful um, strategy Uh, could be very beneficial and could be very successful but there's a lot of nuances that I'm going to get into in future podcasts that we learned pretty quickly Um, things are never as they seem and it's been it's been quite a ride it's been quite a in some cases struggle um, to really understand how to blend multiple companies and how to get the culture uh, around and, and to support the greater good. Um, but with all of this, and, and, and this is what I'm, I'm really excited about, we were able to lower the price of the Resolute. And I know that if you go online or if you, look, if you are on social media, uh, you'll see the new price is $39,900. Um, this is the first time I 
can see in probably 10 years of this industry that a manufacturer was willing and able to lower the price of a boat. Um, and there's more to come. But the really the, the thing that I, I am I am really excited about is to showcase the new design, the new price point, um, and that we were all able to maintain quality. But we're going to get that in, in, in future podcasts, and, and uh, you'll 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 learn you'll learn and see what we've been able to accomplish. Um, you know, we have hopes of, of consolidating the industry more. We we hope that we can bring in other brands and collaborate with other uh, companies in our industry to continue to innovate and give rowers clubs, colleges, high schools, um, better uh, equipment and also better price point. So that's it for this episode here. Um, I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about what was what has been going on with Rover's Choice and, and what we are. Uh, next week's episode is going to be a, a, an interview with Sue Hinckley, the production manager at Resolute. Thank you very much.